Hey guys, Nurse Mike here. Hopefully you're enjoying our Pharmacology Mastery series. Real quick, I wanted to shout out Nurse Tina, my good friend from Good Nurse Bad Nurse. Now, if you haven't downloaded her podcast or subscribed yet, I definitely recommend doing so. I just listened to this weird murder mystery scandal that allegedly accused this Florida nurse, Linda LaRoche, of kidnapping someone forcing that person to do labor inside her house, and then all of a sudden, it becomes a cold case. This person randomly disappears for 20 years. It was a pretty interesting podcast, guys, so I recommend going to check it out at Good Nurse, Bad Nurse. The big drugs to know for chemotherapy is doxorubicin and cisplatin. So before we get into this, just a little heads up. Don't let the NCLEX trick you with sound-alike drug names. Doxorubicin is not doxycycline. So just think the O's in doxorubicin is for chemo, for oncology clients. And doxycycline is an antibiotic that we cycle on and cycle off for infections. Okay, now that that's cleared up, let's begin here. So chemo drugs are given to slow or stop the growth of tumors, by directly inhibiting the growth of cells in the body. So the good news is that tumors, which are fast-growing cells, they stop growing and the cancer dies. But the bad news is that chemo is typically nonspecific, so it kills all the fastest-growing cells in the body. Chemo is like an atomic bomb where no one is spared. So bone cells die, skin cells die, and hair follicles die, since these are some of the fastest-growing cells inside the body. Again, chemo is the nuke where everyone dies, the good guys and the bad guys, the healthy cells and even the cancer cells too. So that's why the main side effect we get from chemo is hair loss and weak skin. But most of all is the bone marrow suppression. This one is the biggest to know for the NCLEX and exit exams since it's the most deadly. So just think chemo is bad to the bone. So cue the music. So Kimo says, I'm bad to the bone. I'm bad. Kimo's bad to the bone. Okay, okay. So yes, it's bad for the bones, but why is it so deadly? Well, just think about the patho here and what the bone does. The bone marrow is responsible for making all the most important blood cells in the body to help protect us as well as give us perfusion and oxygenation. So when the bones get suppressed, we get suppressed blood and suppressed immune system. Low RBCs and low CBCs results in low blood volume, aka anemia. Normally between 4.5 to 6 million RBCs, but these will be decreased. We also get low platelets, normally between 150 to 400,000, which results in big bleeds. Remember, platelets less than 100,000 is called thrombocytopenia. So we teach patients to not use razor shaves, use electric shavers. No bearing down to poop, we use stool softeners. And no falls, we avoid rugs, and we use well-lit hallways. Now lastly, the most deadly of all here is the low WBCs called leukopenia, less than 4,000. Normally, white blood cells should be between 5,000 to 10,000. Now, WBCs are the police of the body. 
which I call the WBC Elite Squad. They clean up the streets, kick out infection, which are the criminals, and keep the body safe and free from infection here. But the atomic bomb of chemo that has been dropped kills almost all of these WBCs, which wipes out our defenses, making the body a deserted ghost town where infection can run wild, like the wild, wild west. It's pretty sad. I miss the WBC elite squad. Now, this leads to low to no immune defenses, which is called immunodeficiency and immunocompromise, which is very deadly, since any infection can kill the patient. So the big key term here is that fever is priority. And a key number to know for the NCLEX is any temperature over 100.3 Fahrenheit or 38 degrees Celsius. So just think, 38 is not great, since a low-grade fever can indicate a big-time infection. Now, that's the reason why we call it neutropenic precautions, or we use that reverse isolation. We're doing this to protect the patient. So, two big test tips to know is no fresh flowers and no fresh fruit. And we always avoid crowds and sick people who are immunocompromised. Typically, these two come up a lot on question banks, since they can be the most deadly. Now, Kaplan mentioned this, saying that doxyrubicin, temperature is highest priority over 100.5, or that 38 degrees Celsius. Yes, it's over 100.3, so it's very priority. So think doxyrubicin, we get a ruby red body like a fever, and it's priority, guys. Fever is always priority with chemo drugs. Now, this drug also causes decreased insulin sensitivity. So clients end up with hyperglycemia, basically that high sugar. So the HESI mentions doxorubicin, monitor for hyperglycemia. Remember, insulin helps sugar into the cell. So without insulin effectiveness, sugar is not going into the cell, and now it just hangs out in the bloodstream, causing high sugar. Now, two side notes for all chemo patients. Since what we talked about before, the skin cells are very weak. We never use rectal thermometers to check body temperature, since it can lead to a perforated bowel in the lining of the rectum. Pretty crazy, right? Well, that's how sensitive the skin really is. And number two, the nausea is a common side effect. So ATI mentions a patient scenario where the patient's in chemo and the child reports nausea and vomiting. So the priority nursing action is to stop the chemo, flush the line, and administer undanzatrone which is an anti-nausea medication, brand name Zofran. Okay, now switching gears here, the main highlights for cisplatin, the other chemo drug. The key point here is renal toxicity. So write this down. We monitor urine input and outputs, basically the I's and O's. And for all kidney function, remember, creatinine over 1.3 means bad kidney, and BUN over 20 is really bad, and urine output, 30 mLs per hour or less, means the kidneys are in distress. So guys, you have to know these for the NCLEX. These are key numbers that are tested time and time again for renal toxicity, or normal renal function here. So the memory trick we use for cisplatin, just think pisplatin, because you can't urinate or piss with cisplatin. Now Kaplan mentions four criteria here for cisplatin. We give antiemetics, that nausea medication, prophylactically, or just in case. We also use a saline rinse before and after meals, 
we increase fluid intake for the next three days, and we teach the patient to manage the fatigue. Now, side note here, hydration is key for the renal, so don't let them trick you here. Good indication of hydration status include a good blood pressure, good skin turgor, adequate cap refill, less than three seconds, and good eyes and O's. Remember the key number, over 30 mLs per hour, typically is the best indicator of renal function, other than creatinine. Now, the last two chemo drugs that were not mentioned by any other question banks we surveyed, but may come up on some nursing exams. Here are the need-to-know key points. So we have cyclophosphamide, given to treat tumors and cancer by stopping protein synthesis. The big side effect, like all the other chemo drugs, was the bone marrow suppression. So we get anemia, that low blood, neutropenia, those low white blood cells, and thrombocytopenia, those low platelets. So naturally, like all chemo drugs, we have a big risk for infection and huge risks for bleeding. So the key point here is be careful with the sound-alike drug names. Cyclophosphamide is not cyclobenzaprine, which is a muscle relaxer. And it's not cyclosporin, which is immunosuppressant. So just think cyclophosphamide, the bones have died with cyclophosphamide. And phospha in the drug name kind of sounds like phosphate to remind you that it makes bones weak. And cyclobenzaprine, think cycloback. It's a muscle relaxer given for the back. And cyclosporin, just think cyclosparin. It spares organ from rejection after an organ transplant. So just focus on this and you'll be okay for your exam and not get tricked. Now the last chemotherapy drug is vincristin, also given to treat tumors and cancer by stopping cell division during mitosis. So you're probably saying, yeah, we know how chemotherapy drugs work. But here's the key point. It's the only chemo drug that does not cause bone marrow suppression. So it's not bad to the bone. It's actually kind to the bone, and it doesn't beat it up. So it loves the bone, specifically the bone marrow. So you're probably saying, say what? So yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have no anemia, no neutropenia, and no thrombocytopenia. Basically means that we don't have a weak immune system, and there's no risk for bleeds. So the memory trick we say is, I call Vin Kristen a very cool Christian, just a nice, gentle, saintly soul that follows the golden rule. Basically, it's kind to others. Someone who's kind to the bone. So just think, Vin Kristen is a very cool Christian. Or you can think Vin Kristen is like Vin Diesel from Fats and the Furious. Because it's a cool drug, man. It's like one of a kind. It's really tough, but then again, it's really nice too. Now, the main side effect that wasn't tested on directly was neuropathy, that nerve damage that causes weakness, numbness, and pain, typically in the hands and feet. But again, it wasn't tested directly, so probably not a need to know. 